Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, the voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. Many people especially those of us with the young ones at home, know that phrase well. That is the first line of Eric Carle's A Very Hungry Caterpillar. In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. This is one of Madeline's current favorites. I've read it every night this week. And I can see why this book is so captivating to the hearts and minds of children. It starts so simply. The page is mostly dark with just a little light from the moon and a little egg on a leaf. And in a few short pages, the egg becomes a caterpillar and grows big, and the caterpillar forms a cocoon. And in the end, what started as that little egg still on the leaf has become the most beautiful butterfly with brilliant wings able to fly through the sky. We're familiar with this process, this metamorphosis of egg to caterpillar to cocoon to butterfly, all very ordinary with scientific explanation. It's not a miracle or anything. But I don't know. See it with the eyes of a two-year-old let yourself get lost in the wonder of it all. And it is a tiny miracle. That little egg had the potential to be a butterfly all along. In today's gospel lesson, a group of Greeks request to meet Jesus. 
The lectionary throws us a bit of a curveball here because even though Palm Sunday is next week and that's when we'll read about Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, this text comes after the triumphal entry. Jesus is in Jerusalem, as are many people from all over who have traveled into the city. This seems like such an opportunity for Jesus. His following has drawn so much attention that people from other places and other cultures are interested in what he's doing, in his message and his ministry. This could be the start of a great Gentile mission. Come on, Jesus. Jump down from your donkey and go tell these seekers about God's love for them. But that's not what happens. We never find out what happens exactly to these Greeks. Instead, Jesus answers the disciples, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. And then he gives this one-sentence parable. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies... It bears much fruit. It seemed like such a missed opportunity. Go share the good news with these people who are seeking you. Maybe they'll go back to their homes and tell others. But Jesus had something else in mind. And what might appear as a dismissal is really an invitation. Jesus knows that this is The time. This is what his whole ministry has been leading to. He is getting closer and closer to the cross, the moment when God's love for the whole world will be revealed, the moment when Jesus will draw all people to himself, his arms outstretched on the cross, offering a loving embrace. Until this happens, until Jesus dies, When he is on earth in his human body form, he can only be available to so many people. No matter how large the crowd becomes, no matter how far he travels, no matter how long his days are or how long he lives, he's bound by the same time and space that we all are. But when Jesus dies and when he rises, when he ascends, when he sends the Holy Spirit, That's when the mission that he started can really grow. When the seed of his incarnation can become so much more, that's when he'll become available to all people in all times and in all places, even to us here today. But that can't happen until after he dies. Like that grain of wheat, all that potential for life comes only after that grain falls to the ground and dies, allowing a new plant with many more seeds to grow. Death isn't the end for Jesus. It's a moment of transformation. Like in that great theological classic, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, we witness a similar kind of transformation. Now, I know, I know, there's no death in that story. 
But also, there sort of is. For the caterpillar to exist, the egg can no longer be. And for the butterfly to emerge, there's no longer a caterpillar. The egg can't fly. For the egg to fly, it can no longer be an egg. It has to change. It has to leave part of itself behind. It has to grow. It has to be transformed. Jesus proclaims that those who love their life will lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Jesus must die for the sake of his mission, to reconcile God and people, to defeat sin and death, and to give forgiveness and eternal life. Jesus' followers are likewise called to die. Not to glorify death, not to promote martyrdom, although following Jesus can certainly lead to that. Jesus' followers die to their old selves, die to being sinful and selfish and hateful and focused inwards to become something different, to become part of the new creation, to live for others, to live in a way that God's kingdom can take root and grow. Jesus showed us the way, showed us the way to love people, showed us the way of healing, hope, and forgiveness, showed us the way of death into life. When Jesus doesn't jump off his donkey to go meet the Greeks, he also does not abandon them in their seeking. He gives the mission over to his disciples. They will be told to go and to baptize all nations. Jesus knows that his hour has come, but he also knows what will come next. Jesus knows how this mission will grow after his death. The confirmation students were learning about parables this past week, and the one that stuck out for them that captured their attention was the parable of the mustard seed. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It's the tiniest of seeds, and yet it becomes the greatest of all shrubs. The teeny, tiny seed holds all this potential potential for life. It's so tiny, so unassuming, but mustard plants take over wherever they take root. There's no stopping them. Our thoughtful confirmation students saw this as a story about God's kingdom, how it starts so small with Jesus and his disciples, and then how it grows to include the whole world. But they also read it as a story about us, how each one of us is like a tiny mustard seed, not so big, not so mighty, too small to do much good on our own. But with God, we can do amazing things. 
We can bring change. We can work for justice. We can grow in surprising and unexpected ways. When we see ourselves, or when we see anything really, we see what is, what's right in front of us. But God sees so differently. God sees so much more. God sees all that we can be. All the potential, all that comes next, all the love and life and good contained within. All the ways that the Holy Spirit can grow us, all the transformation that's possible. Jesus trusts the church to continue the mission, to go into the world, to bring God's kingdom to earth, to heal sickness, to do justice, to work for peace, to practice forgiveness, to show the love of God to all people. And that's a really tall order. But it shows God's incredible faith in us. God's love for us transforms us. And with Jesus alive in our hearts, there is no limit to what God can do through us. A grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies. In the light of the moon, a little egg lay on a leaf. Let's keep our eyes open for what God does next.